Hi, I'm Lexi Luna, and you're listening to The Sauce with Kenzie Taylor. New episodes every Tuesday. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of The Sauce with Kenzie Taylor. Today, my guest is adult film star Lexi Luna. Hey. Hi, Lexi. How's it going? Going good. I love your smile. I really like having your voice in my ears this intensely oh, i'm just gonna continuously tell everyone how amazing you are and you just sit there look good go on show everyone these this fucking handbag though Accessories. and okay you guys can't see but her heels match too yeah I you got to subscribe to the only fans though to see that here's but, the yeah. thing uh, i love dopamine dressing <laughs> mm-hmm. so like as many accessories that I can get to match perfectly, I am there for it. I love that, but I feel like it's extremely time consuming. Oh, probably, 100%, but I have nothing else to do. Yeah. I don't have pets. I don't have kids. Like, <laughs> I'm like, I have two dogs, and I'm like, mm, let's get them some little outfits. I'll spend time for that. But exactly. me, I'm like, mm, nah. I'm just gonna throw a crop sweater on, hoodie, whatever you want to call it. Yeah, but like, this is your style, and you look great. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> I'm blushing. No. Okay. <laughs> so, let's see. You have 273 plus uh, performer credits. Wow, do I? Yeah, multiple award nominations. Uh, the most recent are 2022 AVN Awards nominee for MILF Performer of the Year, ladies and gentlemen, and best lesbian group sex scene. Wow. <laughs> how how was that to get the performer of the year nomination um, it was pretty cool because you know like when we first met back in 2017 i was like struggling to fit into a category yeah and you know i was too young to be old and too old to be young mm-hmm. and so it was kind of like oh this this isn't for me this you know the awards stuff and it was kind of one of those things where it's like okay well whatever like it would be great to be nominated, but mm-hmm. I'm not going to lose sleep over it. Yeah. And then it happened in 2021, I believe, for the first time. And I was like, oh, so there, <laughs> people are noticing. So You're like, it's me. Yeah, I know. Oh, look at that. Because usually I always <laughs> just look through the nomination list to see, like, my friends. You know, because yeah. I just don't expect it. And so it was pretty cool. Feel, feels pretty validating to yeah. like, be seen by people in the industry who aren't my friends. Yeah. It's nice to, like... Your hard work is getting recognized. Yeah. You're like, dude, I put in the hours, okay? I, I have so I many was, moms. Yeah, I was like a stepmom for a year. I, I better get that. What the hell? I'm gonna take off these Just, dangling earrings. Oh, yeah, it's fine. <laughs> I'm like, yeah. <laughs> sounds like a dog over here with his little name tag. That's what my dog's thing sounds like. Oh, okay. They look good, though. Thanks. You, you can put them on as soon as we're done. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, so that's pretty amazing. I know. So we met in 2017 yeah. before before I got sober, though. Yeah. Yeah. And back then, I remember you, you were about like five years in. And you were like, <laughs> you, you mentored me. And I, to this day, credit you for this advice. You were like, it takes five years. Like, it takes five years for you to figure it out and for yeah. everybody else to catch up with you. Mm-hmm. And sure as shit in five years i was like kenzie was right <laughs> it takes five years yeah you know because there's a there are always a lot of people who come in and don't last long and you know but it's really it's really easy to see all of those and you know now over i'm in my seventh year mm-hmm. now over all this time i'm like oh i see it i see that pattern and i see who's gonna make it and who's not and it's mm-hmm. so obvious mm-hmm. but back then i was like Will anybody ever watch me? <laughs> Look at me! Turns out they did. 
Yeah, I don't know. I I feel like it's nice um, as, you know, another female performer, like it's nice to be able to give any type of help or advice to someone that's newer because not everyone gets that, you know, <laughs> a lot yeah. of people aren't the nicest or don't want to be helpful. For so sure. I was like, what can I help you with? <laughs> yeah. You- I think too, we talked uh, briefly about um, like social media stuff or something yeah. like that. Cause you were like kind of not knowing what to do on that. And I'm like, yeah. I could say what I do, but I don't know if it works, but right. here, <laughs> let's see. And, and this was also <laughs> before everybody was literally just getting deleted for existing. Yeah. So yeah, the advice now is way different. Right? How many then, accounts on Instagram have been deleted of yours? I'm on my fifth one. Oh, that's crazy. And I only post like once a week or like I am so not active, which isn't the point. Yeah. But it is the only way to not get deleted. Yeah. I, I randomly post too. I don't, I don't know. I find that it's, there's no reason to post mm-hmm. every day or several times a day. For sure. But I don't know. That's just me. Then I also, for Twitter, I have that tweet deck thing, so oh. I don't actually have to get on it yeah. all the time. Yeah, Twitter actually in on the desktop app has, you can schedule stuff through actual Twitter, which I'm like, about time, guys. Yeah, uh, finally. <laughs> but yeah, it's super time consuming. Mm-hmm. So you were a teacher for five years, and I know everyone loves to ask you about they that. Do. I so, love to talk about it and the fans love to hear it. Yeah. Okay. So what subject did you teach? I taught elementary school for five years, kindergarten through fourth grade, different schools, different states, different everything. So know? was that, was that like the deciding factor of when you were like, I don't want to have kids? <laughs> actually, <laughs> it was probably a few years before I actually like finished school. Yeah. I was like, you know, I've been working with kids for 13 years and I am good. Like, yeah. you know, I started nannying and doing all that. And yeah. then once I decided on elementary education for my career, I was like, okay, cool. And then I started student teaching and I was like, this is awful. Yeah. <laughs> You're basically like a daycare. For sure. And you know, it, it's hard because there are different rules everywhere, you know, mm-hmm. across states and across districts, even within one state. And it was, I just didn't ever feel like I could do anything that was going to be lasting nothing that would like actually change people, students lives it would really just be teaching them how to take the test that determined my future p- in employment yeah and that's just such bullshit but like life is kind of that way you have to learn to take the test exactly. and pass it in whatever way and then do your own thing but it's just it's different when you're working with seven-year-olds yeah I feel like maybe if you would have been like a university teacher or something mm. that, that oh my god they would have eaten me alive are you kidding i would have yeah. had so many scandals yeah <laughs> you're like i did not give him a hand job what <laughs> <laughs> i would never but you know those experiences <laughs> of struggling and hating what i did and trying to find something else made mm-hmm. me the better business person that i am today because you know the trial and adversity i actually took a seven i had seven interviews for a position that would get me out of the classroom would let me work from home and on the seventh interview they told me they found a local candidate and it's like that uh, kind of thing is so disheartening yeah but at the same time like i i had done so much to build up my resume and to like i had done different training sessions and all the things that you're supposed to do right mm-hmm. to make yourself look more presentable and none of it mattered you're like, my job resume is amazing, but here I am. Yep. What the hell? Making 35000 a year as a teacher, like Ugh. grossly underpaid and That's, grossly overworked. It's so terrible. Yeah. So and I'm thankful that I left bef- before 
all of the crap that happens at schools happens now. Mm-hmm. You know, like I never had to worry about active shooter drills. Yeah, I never had to think about like dying at work. Yeah, and it's, it's terrifying. Insane, yeah, it's really sad. So my heart goes out to the teachers, but seriously, I feel like they're not paid enough. No way, like not nearly enough to be honest. Because if you think about it this way, everyone needs to go to school. Yeah, like it's a need. It's not a want. It's a need. So why aren't they paid? Very yeah. much Feder- federally protected. <laughs> yeah, <needs>. it's <laughs> insane. But anyway, yeah. So the reason why I asked about the kid thing, though, because mm. I remember when I first met you and I was talking to you, and I'm like, I don't know how. Oh, I think the hotel that we were at for night moves that crap little hotel. <laughs> oh my gosh! Yes, I think like some kid like ran by or something, and I was like, oh, little rug rat, and you were just like, ew. <laughs> yeah, you were like, oh, <laughs> like what's wrong? I was like, you don't, you don't like kids. You no. don't want to have kids, and you were like absolutely not absolutely not actually um <laughs> like had my tubes tied and do not like that level of don't yeah. want to have kids before i entered the industry like this was at the towards the end of my really great teaching job that had excellent insurance like yeah <laughs> they were like okay yeah we'll do this for you i'm like i was thankful because i was 25 and i know a lot of doctors are like well i don't want to do it till you're 30 and i'm like my body my fucking choice yeah, like i don't, don't want to have kids yeah and the hormonal birth control was fucking me up and it's like it's just you know any way you swing it yeah I'd rather just be natural and not have to do the hormones so basically you're like doing all the cream pie scenes yeah you know thank you would you, you would you think much. that you would think that but i do charge more for cream pies because of the fetish so of a lot course. of companies don't go for it but i do do a lot of that kind of stuff for customs yeah that's awesome mm-hmm. hmm, maybe i'll order a custom from you i'm just kidding <laughs> you can fill me so. up anytime Ooh. uh so you told me something about uh, some news or something earlier yeah, so I'm actually uh, producing my first feature. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Awesome. And it's one of those things where, kind of to go back to how we met, mm-hmm. nobody has, I'm, like, no company has offered me a feature or anything like that. And it's one of those things where I'm not, like, telling my agent, hey, go ask them to feature yeah. me. You know, like, it, I want it to come naturally, and I want it to be because of my status, not because I'm, like, asking for it you know and that might just be a personal thing but I decided to feature myself and um, connected with a writer that I worked with for a mainstream gig um, I did recently called Cassex where I was an 80s uh, porn goddess and I sucked people into my dimension via a VCR like a tape recorder so if they did something sexual in front of the tape recorder they get sucked into the sex dimension that sounds really hot. Yeah, it it was really hot. It has this Eastern like European an accent, film? and I've, yeah, it yeah. was like softcore. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> but go on. <laughs> so uh, he and I got together, and we we wrote this script, and it's kind of a comedy, and mm-hmm. has to do with the stepmom theme, but not in the way that we normally see it. So I'm really excited for it. I'm starting filming on the third so it's coming up oh wow yeah, yeah that's that's awesome so um are you're literally doing like producing directing everything is through you um so he's directing oh, okay. and he we, we co-wrote it and then i'm letting other people take the jobs off of me because i want to perform and i want to do that part with fidelity yeah and like only i can do that the yeah. way that i want yeah exactly so i let i let somebody else direct it and i'm just funding it and making it happen and like picked out the people and that's really awesome i'm really happy for you thanks that's really cool that you're able to do something you know that you finally wanted to do and like you said you don't want to be like asking like please hire me for this and that and yada yada but i'll i will say a lot of the times it's not about asking i will say a lot of it is like 
you know, good word or, or who you know and stuff. For um, for anyone that doesn't know, uh, you were recently in, in a project for Wicked Pictures for yes. a big movie coming up. I can't say the name, but my husband was a director. He was. And he, he was looking for a MILF performer, mm-hmm. and he said, I want a brunette. And I was like, hmm. And literally, I told him you, and I was like, just see if she's available. And then I think he went and seen your ne- with Next Level, mm-hmm. I believe. And he went, and then he went ahead and called. And he's like, oh, she is. Okay, I got her. Cool. Yeah. So I I know that you haven't been able, not that I like stalk you or anything, but <laughs> I, know that you, I know that you really haven't been able to like do like really large projects yeah. like that. So, and I also know you're a really nice person and you're a very hard worker. And like, I knew that you were going to kill it. And, you know, the day that you got done or the night that you got done, um, I always ask, you know, how was your day to Seth? Yeah. And he told me that you were phenomenal. So um, I'm just saying, yeah. you're probably going to be even more phenomenal in your own production. You're the best. That really <laughs> warmed my heart when I found out through like the chain of how <laughs> I ended up on that set. I was like, damn, she really like, like stuck her neck out you. there. Like, you know, because that, and that's what it takes sometimes. It takes yeah. somebody who knows you mm-hmm. because if we're, if you're not constantly in front of people, people forget you exist in this industry. Like, it, yeah. and it's not because you're bad at your job or whatever. Mm-hmm. It's just the way that we are as humans. Yeah. And so it's one of those things you just have to, you have to constantly be in front of people or you have to make a lasting impression that somebody will remember you for something specific. So exactly. thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I owe <laughs> oh, you a thousand thank yous. You owe me for, nothing. No, but you I, owe me like a thousand hugs. I'll okay. okay. I'll start today. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> Anyway, uh, let's rewind though. Go back mm-hmm. to this mainstream thing. How did you get um, into that? My PR agent at the time was helping with the casting because okay. they were casting majority uh, porn performers because mm-hmm. there was softcore and you know we're we're the ones who feel super comfortable <laughs> in that arena. We're the ones that will get naked and <laughs> yeah. be like, uh, whatever, uh. <laughs> <laughs> pretty much. And so there were several industry people who were there one mainstream person and that was an interesting dynamic to see that so my PR agent helped me audition for that and like I really like put it it was the most nerve-wracking thing because I'd never auditioned for anything anything really yeah. because like we don't audition yeah no. they're like you're hot come here <laughs> well actually that's not true I've done an audition for Axel Braun before but it was like I made my own little mini like movie the three minute movie yeah. to audition when I did Captain Marvel mm-hmm. And then also when I did um, uh, Harley Quinn, uh, I didn't do that movie yet, but I yeah. did send an audition where <laughs> I had to talk like her and all that jazz. Oh, but yeah, cool. so we do sometimes. It yeah. just depends on for who, but very rarely you are correct. Yeah. And for anyone who doesn't know, softcore is movies where it's like simulated sex, but there's actually no penetration that's shown. It's very intimate, close contact, naked, all that jazz. Yeah. And, yeah. Go Skin on. a mask style. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Some people don't know. So, you know, you gotta, gotta tell them. So I knew it wasn't going to be like this big production and, and, you know, I was just happy to get the opportunity to work with something that wasn't adult mm-hmm. and just seeing the crew and how everybody worked together. And, you know, I hadn't really been around super big crews like that before. And we shot it at the director's house which was cool because, you know, like you really get to set, get a sense of somebody from being in their space. Yeah. So ever since then, this was like maybe two years ago now, ever since then we've stayed friends and 
we have dinner parties, uh, you know, so it's, it's nice to have friends in Vegas, too, because it's really hard to make friends as, as an adult. Yeah. <laughs> so you still live in Vegas? I still live in Vegas, okay. splitting my time between L.A. and Vegas, part time mm. in both and just kind of doing that grind. Yeah, I can't live in Vegas. I can't. I don't know. I know. It, it, honestly, the it's best thing about living in Vegas is the times that I get to leave and go to L.A. So mm -hmm. I get to like kind of store my stuff in Vegas yeah. in a bigger place. <laughs> For cheap, then, yeah. yeah. <laughs> pretty much. You're like, all right, well, this is an awesome storage unit house. <laughs> pretty, much, <laughs> like, pretty much. On my way. Yeah. So with the relationship that you had and, and, you know, the job that you did for that mainstream, did it open other doors? Have you done any other mainstream things? Or? Not through them, but we are working on several other scripts for his productions. But it also kind of opened the door for me to do my own thing because now I don't have to stress about being in charge of everything mm -hmm. because I don't want to be a director. You know, I know that's what a lot of people's goals, but that's not really my goal. Love it. I know you with your directorial yeah. debut. Congrats. <laughs> Go on. And but, so <laughs> I just like to perform and yeah. I like to come up with the idea and I kind of had some like bullet points of what I wanted and then let somebody else hash all that out because I wanted to be very specific about, you know, what, what the sex scenes look like because he's not an expert at the sex scenes. Yeah. So, you know, finding somebody who has opposite talents is always great. And yeah, we just kind of started talking and made this whole script come alive. And now we're almost in that production phase. So it's, it's very exciting, but it's also like, okay, I need to broaden my horizons outside of just industry mm. people, which can be hard to do because we are industry. Yes. Right. And <laughs> also, I don't know if you, if you've encountered this. So with um, the scene that I directed, which was my debut for next door studios, I wrote the script and it's challenging mm -hmm. because when you're writing it, when you're writing the actual idea and everything, it's like, oh, okay, this is amazing. Mm -hmm. And then you go to actually each character to write the dialogue and you're oh shit, Yeah, I don't even know. And you know, you have to think about like one yeah. page is a minute. Yeah. So like how long and how much it actually is. And like you in your write, head, you're yeah. like, oh, this is gonna be like 10 minutes. Exactly. But it's never, no, it's and like And you gotta break it down and you gotta put where where it's at exactly mm -hmm. and like the scene numbers and all that. It's, it's it's a lot. People don't realize like how much goes into writing. Like, absolutely. I will say this, two people that are overlooked and this is in mainstream and porn is the writers and the editors, hundred percent. Because without a good writer and a good editor, your your, your product sucks. Shit, yeah, yeah, your product sucks, hundred percent. Because I have seen some editors that have taken literal shit and turned it into um, a masterpiece. And sometimes I know <laughs> how I've performed, or I know what the things were that went wrong on set that day, and then I see them like polish it all up, and I'm like, no shit, huh. <laughs> <laughs> we made that. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, you go. Yeah. Wait, get look, look at me. Okay. Yeah. Who's the editor? Okay. <laughs> Gotta shake his hand yep, at AVN. For sure. And, you know, they're, they're the people you don't see, the behind the scenes. Mm -hmm. And it, that's the way it always is. Like, the behind the scenes people are the things that make everything run. Every, yeah. All of that is what allows us the platform to perform without having to stress about all of it. I agree. So and I feel blessed. the same, same, literally everyone, but especially even the PAs on set, they don't get enough credit either. 100%. So... I will say that if I ever sweep the best actress award, I'm that's one thing I'm going to say is thank you to everyone behind the fucking scenes, yeah. especially the PAs, the production managers, the writers, the fucking editors, everyone. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> Makeup, everything. Yeah. Like that is seriously unsung heroes. Yeah, for real. So, um, 
let's see. Do you think that you prefer uh, doing film uh, in porn or like mainstream type stuff? Or, or do you prefer filming your own content for like your own OnlyFans and stuff like that? I think it's a double-edged sword because while I love filming my own stuff, I also then have to edit my own stuff and promote my own stuff mm -hmm. and write a caption for my own <laughs> stuff. You know, like there's a lot of work involved, but the possibilities are endless. Mm -hmm. um, but as, when it comes to, you know, just being able to go and perform on set, like that's so empowering because you look banging and like, you know, people are writing scripts for me now. Mm -hmm. So that's exciting. So it's mm -hmm. like, oh, I'm meant to be this character. Like, you know, yeah. it just like brings it out of you. This is me. Yeah. yeah. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> so that's really fun to kind of go to a ready-made set. Yeah. But, you know, I love I love doing custom videos, I think, more for my fans than I like building, like creating my own content, per se. Really? Yeah, because then it's like, Ooh. I know exactly what's going to make them happy. And I've never had somebody be like, yeah, you didn't, you didn't make the mark. Like, that's not what I wanted. You know, everybody's I, like, oh my God, I love your customs. I so awesome. literally have panic attacks when it comes to <laughs> customs because... Some of them are so like precise, like mm -hmm. at two minutes and 30 seconds, I want you to tell me whatever the person's name is. Yeah. I want you to say, oh, Wayne, I want you to come in my face. Yeah. And, you know what I mean? Like all these things and it's all these <laughs> do this at this time and this at this time. And I'm like trying to remember all these yeah. details, but still like have fun and yeah. create the best custom ever. And I, I don't know. I, I, I do a dry erase board and I write yeah. down the main points if I need to, if it's a longer thing Yeah. or I'll have my cameraman, we have a dry erase paddle and he'll write like what I'm missing. If I'm missing something, yeah. and he'll put it on the paddle and like show me so I can remember that piece, wow. but it takes two people. Like it really does. Yeah. I don't film customs on my own. Yeah. So it just, it takes having somebody behind the camera who can give you the signals and for you to understand I what know. the signals are while <laughs> you're like, talking to the camera. I need someone to start filming my customs because I'm, I'm over here yes. having panic. Attack. that'll that'll make it make you feel a lot more on top of it <laughs> now watch i'm gonna leave here and go buy a huge fucking dry erase board and then i text you a picture like hey look at me i'm making costumes yes with my big notes in the back for sure uh but yeah no i totally get what you're saying though it, it is super powering to yeah. be able to go to a professional set yeah. and be like mm. and conduct yourself as a professional and yeah. nail the day and no matter what challenges come your way like you can handle it because you've been here mm -hmm. and you you know you, you know how to perform mm -hmm. that's the easy part now yeah. you know like if male talent's having a hard time I can focus on him I don't have to think about what my dialogue you know like I, I've got yeah. this mm -hmm. I can make the rest of the day easy for everybody else plus two it's like mm. You know, we're there to look pretty too. So it's like, Ooh, yeah, okay. Let and me. like everybody's giving you all the compliments on set. <laughs> yeah. You know, like everybody just wants everybody to have a good day. Exactly. So yeah, it's, that's it's great. Really, it's fun to like hang out with my friends on set. Yeah, I feel like when I do my own content, I'm like, I need a fucking hype man, dude. Yes. Like, <laughs> I'll just hire Christian to do my fucking <laughs> my videos for OnlyFans. So I can be like, all right, let's go. You got this. Yeah. You're awesome. Uh -huh. You're so great. Look, you go. You're going to knock that out. Knock it out. <laughs> yeah. Make that custom for Clark. I, I have to hear it for Clark. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> um, I just thought of Superman. Um, so you have a sex doll do. from Canada. Um, I seen some photos of this thing mm -hmm. because I was stalking you on mm -hmm. Google. That thing looks so realistic yeah. that it's scary. Yeah. 
Have you actually seen it in person? Yes, I have one in Vegas that I <laughs> shoot content with and do all that kind of stuff. That's amazing. Right. So but what is she, it like? She's challenging because she's heavy, right? So she's okay. 117 pounds, which is way above the 75 pound typical doll weight. Yeah. So she's a lot to move, but it was really important to me that it was a true replica. Yeah. And, you know, like we did a 3D body scan. We did... Oh, countless pictures like I can't even tell you how many times I had to take pictures of like angles on my face mm. and, but I feel like they really nailed it like the, the scans face. that you did mm -hmm. did you have to stand still for like a long time no it was actually I went into a studio in Pasadena and they had like 150 DSLR cameras in a cage oh so there's God. some on the ground and all the way up all the way around you oh god and you stand in the cage and you kind of do the face and the body that you want the doll to have yeah and then they all like they cut out the lights and all these little like camera eyes turn on like on the DSLRs. That sounds scary as shit. It was the weirdest experience. It's like an episode of Black Mirror. <laughs> like what yeah. the hell? And like you look around like they're all just staring at you on these little white lights blinking everywhere. Oh god. And then they take all of them take a, an image at once and then mm -hmm. they make a composite on the computer and it's 3D. And you can like see it at, on every angle. So when they're when they're building the negative mold, they can easily see, like see up and around and you know get a full image of it and or, this so is all you're happy with it i love it yeah. i wish it was a little bit lighter but we might be working on a torso option where you know you still get the goods mm -hmm. but we cut off the arms and legs <laughs> yeah yeah, <weight>. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> who needs your arms and legs lexi yeah. i've got everything else pretty much <laughs> pretty much so her uh her mouth and everything was, feels realistic I mean, I don't know. I don't have a penis, but but when you put your like fingers in, like does yeah, it, feel it's, it feels kind of like um like a flashlight or a stroker would, where okay. it's kind of ribbed inside. Okay. And uh, there are different sleeves you can put into the vagina. So if you're having multiple people use her, which I am, because male oh. talent, so that yeah, the male talents that are going to be <laughs> fucking it will have their own sleeve for every time they use it. That's awesome. Yeah. So um, it, it was a fun experience. Have you had a lot of like feedback from fans that have purchased her? Yeah, I actually offered a um, a free phone call and with on my sex panther we partnered with sex panther and we did a free phone call for anybody who purchased a doll so they could play with their doll and have me on the phone oh wow so you know like a full immersive experience <laughs> yeah yeah and that was a lot of fun and each doll has a personalized note that i signed along with a like a verification certificate saying that she's authentic yeah so that's yeah. really cool how long were the phone calls five minutes wow Decent amount of time. That's that is a good amount of time. I thought you were gonna say like two minutes. I'm like, well, some people can rub it out quick, but yeah, yeah five minutes, mm -hmm. perfect yeah, amount. Sweet spot. I'm gonna go buy one. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> I think I'll wait for the torso because I don't want to yeah. lug around 117 right. pounds. <laughs> like you gotta think people are putting these in their closet and yeah. you know, like they're, they're, it's hard to hide. So yeah, right. Like, um, what movie is that? There's a movie where a guy has like a sex doll or something and he like tries hiding it from the girlfriend <laughs> i know the hell is trying to think She's of it too to... but yeah but he's like trying to hide it and either oh it's the show dave on hulu but yeah he tries hiding his sex doll and he <laughs> can't cover it because it's so big yeah so that's what it makes me think I've, of. I've been told to put them in the shower like if you're looking to put them somewhere that's that would scare the right? fuck out of me <laughs> like i'm being and i look over and... yeah for sure <laughs> except she's always kind of looking straight ahead and like and and when the when when you use the mouth, the eyes bulge a little bit. You know, like it's, it's there's no skull. Wait, show us again. <laughs> I definitely am gonna use her mouth because I want to yeah. see the eyes do that. Yeah. <laughs> I wish I had a dick for like a day. You know, just one day though. One day. I only want a dick for 24 hours, and I would have sex with so many 
vaginas and buttholes and yeah. mouths tested of course yeah but i would probably start with food because that's the mo thing i'm most curious about to fuck food yeah you know like anything you, you want to fuck a watermelon i would for sure <laughs> yeah because you know in one day you can't get a uti <laughs> that's true that's true yeah that is true because that's definitely what happens think, what food would i fuck mm. I don't think I would fuck it, but I remember doing this Halloween scene for um, uh, something uh, from, I think it was from Bang. Um, but I cut a hole in a pumpkin mm -hmm. and we gutted some of the pumpkin out and I fucked him <laughs> with the pumpkin. I don't think I would do that, but I, I think it would be interesting yeah. like just to feel how cold it is. Yeah. But maybe a pie like the movie. Yeah. Apple pie, American pie. So much sugar though. You can't get a UTI in 24 hours. More yeast infection. <laughs> <laughs> We're talking about fucking fruit. Welcome everyone <laughs> to my podcast. Uh, so, um, you enjoy traveling? I love traveling. I love going to random like little holes in the wall to get the best food. And being in Vegas has really opened my eyes to that because everything in Vegas just looks like desolate and sad. Yeah. Like every strip mall looks the same yeah. and it's all sand colored. And I'm like, what happened with yeah. the city planning here? But They're like, uh, nah, we give up. Yeah, pretty much the sun's gonna bleach it out anyway. So, so yeah, and you know, you can't have a bad meal in Vegas, whether you're on the strip or in the neighborhoods. And I've, I've really just like, let go of the everything has to look a certain way to produce good quality. Yeah, that's very true. So Where's your favorite place you've ever traveled to? Um, within the U.S., I would have to say I loved Boston. And I know that's not a popular opinion. I I think Boston's pretty cool. I love and the going... Boston cream pies are <laughs> phenomenal. Yes. All phenomenal. The, the different, all the like ocean foods that mm. you don't really get on the West Coast is, is not the same. Yeah. But yeah, I loved going to the college town areas and like there's so much history because you're on the East Coast. Mm -hmm. And so that was that's probably like one of the coolest things. D.C. is a close second. Mm -hmm. Just love all the history there. Are and the older major? I get, I'm, no, I always hated history. But <laughs> really? the older I get, the more I like, you know, like you realize your position in life and your place in, in the history of humankind yeah. like you start to get a little more enlightened and then you are it's, it's actually pretty interesting to to learn about all the different things that happened and like that we're walking on the same ground that all these other great people before us did it's true i i just went to the um the bell recently when i was in mm -hmm. philly and i was like oh my god look look at me over here but when I was a kid, I wouldn't give a shit about exactly. that stuff. I'd be like, exactly. let's go get some ice cream. Yeah. <laughs> but speaking of being older, do you ever realize like how we get excited over things <laughs> that no one cares about really? Because I bought... <laughs> what did you buy? Three days ago, I bought a new um, one of those wagons uh, that can like fold Like for up. groceries? Yeah. So yes. I bought one, a new one because I wanted another one and I got it at Target for $78 on sale. That's awesome. And I was so excited. And nobody realizes <laughs> that that is actually a good price for those. I know, they're usually like 125. Like, yep. so I'm on set and I'm, uh, I started production managing mm -hmm. for James Avalon the other day. And so I'm like pulling the cart with all the stuff inside. That's excellent. <laughs> and I'm like, you guys look at my new cart. No yeah. one gave a shit. <gasps> I was like, you don't understand this cart is so good. You're Look gonna at, know one day yeah. and then you'll think of me in my yeah. car. <laughs> it's like, you guys. Yeah. Or when um, my nail ladies, um, they're, they're Vietnamese and they got me those Vietnamese brooms. Oh yeah, so good. With the super soft bristles. Yes. Yeah. They're so good. They got me two of them. It was so funny. Mm, 
I love that for yeah. you. <laughs> I went there one day and they're like, hey, you said you wanted some of these. I was like, oh my God, thank you. Yeah, I, I collect cleaning supplies these days, like mops cleaning. and yeah. Swiffers. I have the, the extra big Swiffer, mm -hmm. but mm -hmm. I bought the stupid small cloths because I wasn't paying attention to the box and I have to put two cloths for the one Swiffer. <laughs> You're like, whoops, whatever. I'm like, well, fuck. Gotta use it. <laughs> yeah, we get excited over weird shit. Yeah. I don't know why. Yeah. I, like I'm planning like, at the when I buy my house, I'm planning like, oh, where am I gonna put the mops? Yeah, <laughs> are you gonna buy a place here? I don't know. It's, I, so it's still up in the air right now. I love LA almost enough to want to pay the high taxes to live here. Yeah, <laughs> uh, almost. Almost. Traffic. traffic really kills it, but yeah, you know, if you're centrally located, but it's tr it's hard anywhere. Traffic sucks anywhere here. That's true. With traffic, it's it's funny because I was just in Michigan feature dancing, and they were like, "Oh, this traffic." We were in traffic for five minutes. Mm -hmm. I'm like, <laughs> "Have you guys ever been to Los Angeles yeah. ever?" No. Or seen it on TV I'm with like, the six lanes yeah, stopped. Yeah, I'm like, literally, there's five to six lanes, bumper to bumper, and you're in that for hours. Like, you guys are complaining about five minutes of traffic. Yeah. Come on. My favorite time <laughs> to be in LA and my favorite time to drive is LA at night. Mm. It's or the so, weekends. Yeah, it's so peaceful. All the lights are lit up. You know, you see all the little houses in the hills with their mm -hmm. evening lights on, and it's just like, like it's the it's the most this is LA that yeah. I've ever that I ever feel. PCH too. Mm -hmm. I love driving on PCH at yeah. Topanga Canyon. I'm like with my Jeep top. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why that's the noise to my Jeep, but I guess it is. It's the acceleration so, up the hill. <laughs> <laughs> so what is a hotline XYZ? You're like a brand ambassador for them? Yeah. So think OnlyFans style creator content, um, all crypto. Okay. So they're still in beta, still trying to launch in Europe first and then coming to the States, but that we're, they're getting started and I'm just looking for something different. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, I, I worry about all the platforms all the time because they can boot us at any moment yes. as we saw last October, how OnlyFans tried to do that. Yes. Um, so, and it's not always guaranteed that everybody will come to bat for us mm -hmm. because historically that's not really been what's happened. Mm -hmm. So I'm always looking to diversify, but I'm doing it slowly and methodically and trying to not confuse my fans in the process. Yeah. Cause you know, if you're jumping around from platform to platform too much, then people are like, okay, well, is this one going to stick? Or, yeah. You lose people. Yeah. And you know, I'm the same way if companies are, when companies change brands and logos, I'm like, uh, <laughs> no, I yeah. am done buying that Swiffer. <laughs> yeah. Right. You know, so, so it's just trying to, to be smart and strategic about move the, what, what the next move might be. And you know, I'm, I'm not, into crypto currently i know nothing about it i'm oh not gonna god lie. i was really hoping that you but were I know. gonna be like well i so have 70 bitcoins yeah, I, I don't even know if that's how no i tried <laughs> investing in it and i was like i don't even know what this is yeah and then i've also had like long conversation with will pounder about it he, yes. he knows so much i know and i'm like he's so you... intelligent that i literally felt like this is for I was, me i was lost i felt like i was floating in outer space when he was talking to me and i'm like am i dumb oh, no i'm not dumb i just don't, can't understand crypto i yeah. don't know why i, just, I don't get it either i don't know but and, and it's a, it's probably the thing that lately has me feeling the oldest yeah it's just something i have tried like i've i've read up articles i've tried and tried and tried and i'm like okay i don't know yeah i still <laughs> What's don't happening know the word <laughs> it's just help it's, it's intertwined so much with culture too that it's like I feel like I don't belong in that space because yeah. I'm not of that age group or I'm not in that 
in that realm or yeah well i seen an atm the other day i was at um a gas station this is actually in detroit i was at a gas station and they had a regular ATM and next to it was like a crypto Bitcoin ATM. Yeah. I've seen those too, and I was but like, I don't I'm know confused. what it does. I thought that that was like invisible money. <laughs> but I think you can like cash them out for USD. Really? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So I like never you can convert it. them and I think that's what the ATM is. Oh, wow. Okay. It's like you put in your key. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> we'll learn. Topic, Everybody will learn. We'll learn. Okay. We'll learn. We're going to have so many comments on this. You guys, I will teach you everything oh, you yeah. need to know. Crypto bros line DM up in the me. DMs. <laughs> Just DM me. We'll talk about it. I swear that's all we'll talk about. Yeah. Uh, well, I appreciate you so much for coming um, on my podcast and just coming here and yeah, you're super awesome. And I'm playing with this wine tumbler. I don't mm -hmm. know why, but yeah. Um, yeah, and I'm super stoked for your production that you have. Thanks. I'll reveal the, uh, the title soon. Yeah, Because I'm actually, like, it's one of those things where, like, I don't want to nominate the title, so I don't want to say it until it's yeah. ready. Yeah, no, understandable. <laughs> yeah, just don't launch it until, just do, like, yeah, a PR yeah. about it, you know? For sure. And I'm I'm waiting to even release, like, I was trying to get it in before this season, and I'm like, it's not worth it. Like, don't like rush. rushing to do this yeah. first production yeah so i'm gonna take my time and you know release it next year when we get closer to next award season and hopefully I think that's cool taking your time that way yeah. everything's perfect yeah. you know and you'll have if i rush through it then i'm gonna be like i wish i would have taken the time yeah stressing so out yeah 30s is like the foresight to see that and then change before you start <laughs> very true <laughs> this is true this is 30. <laughs> I'm like, I'm 32, but I feel like I'm 50. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. There's nothing wrong with that. No. We yeah. all, you know, it's, it's, life is just growing up in every phase. I know, but it was so weird because when I was little, I was like, oh, I don't want to be 21. That's old. Oh. And now I'm like, I don't want to be 80. That's old. <laughs> <laughs> like, like what? <laughs> For sure. That's yeah, terrifying to think like what the, you know, I, I have so much more compassion for senior citizens now yeah. than I ever did. And I'm like, no, we have to protect them. Yeah, seriously. seriously. And who's going to protect me? I know, right? I'm, I'm like, hey. <laughs> Wait, we're going to end up with like a porn, like, <laughs> whole retirement home <laughs> can someone make a porn retirement home that would be hilarious there's just like photos of what we used yes. to look like on the walls All with over. spread <laughs> spread photos look that was me Back grandkids come <laughs> grandma i don't give a shit <laughs> give me money oh, man i oh, know it's giving some crypto like yeah ah! <laughs> what i don't know what that means <laughs> I didn't invest in dime. Uh, well, if you could uh, look into that camera and wave to everyone and then um, tell them all your social medias, your OnlyFans, anything else you want to plug, all of that jazz. Sure. I'm Lexi Luna, and you can find me on Instagram at Beyond Lexpectations, Twitter at Lexi Luna XOXO, and everything else at IWantLexi.com. IWantLexi.com. Mm -hmm. I do want Lexi. Dot com. <laughs> you better subscribe, you guys. Do it now. Do it. Do it. Okay. <laughs> Thank you so much. I appreciate Thank you. Thank you for having me. Yes. And uh, we will see. Well, I will see you guys next time. Bye. <laughs>